Hey everybody, it's Doug Schauff with Remax Oceanside of MakeManYourHome.com. Whether you're watching this or listening to this, uh, please make sure you hit the hit subscribe and then also hit that little bell so you can be notified when new episodes come out. In this week's episode, I'm going to talk to you about how to buy a home from your home. So let's do this. All right, guys, we're going to talk about how to buy a home from your home. Uh, with what's happening nowadays uh, with the quarantine and social distancing, you know, there's some people out there that really just need to buy a house. And if you're watching this because you need to buy something, and you're just not sure what to do. I hope that this can help you out. So I've broken this down into four steps. Uh, step number one is getting pre-approved. And we're going to sit down with a lender to talk about how they're getting people pre-approved right now with social distancing and everything like that. There's There's been a lot of technology where you don't even necessarily have to sit down with the lender. You can do a lot of things over the phone, video conferencing, digital signing, things like that. Uh, but we're going to talk to the lender exactly how that stuff goes. And then uh, step number two is going to be finding and securing the home that you love. Um, um, this step is always like the most fun to go out and look at houses and things like that, but it's a little different now, so we got to take some precautions, and I'm going to explain that. Now, step three is once you're under contract, we got to inspect the house. We got to send a building inspector in there to uh, check out the house and tell us potentially what's wrong with it. The inspector I use is great. Um, his name is Brendan Lucier, and uh, I'm going to sit down with him and talk to him about some great new technology that he has using 3D videos and video conferencing and things like that. So, so potentially you don't even have to go to the house to have the build the house inspected. Um, so that's really great. And then lastly, we're going to talk about uh, title work and how we actually do the closing with social distancing and all that stuff. So, uh, you know, let's jump right in and let's sit down and talk to Casey Hamlin with North Point Mortgage about getting pre-approved. All right, everybody, I have the infamous Casey Hamlin here with us, and we're going to talk, Casey, about step number one. It seems like you're always number one in any of these processes. You're like the first. That's a good thing. Right? Casey's number you know? one. Um, I like that. I like the sounds of that. Right, exactly. So step number one is getting pre-approved in this, you know, uh, buy a home from your home scenario. And, geez, even in a normal, you know, world, um, people don't necessarily have to meet with you. I know, I know you prefer it, you know, to have people come in and kind of, you know, meet them and kind of go through everything, but it's not necessary. It's not a necessity, right? Right. Yeah. yeah so it's actually really easy. Right. Why, why don't we talk about, you know, just the process, like, you know, up until like, you know, before we go into contract, let's just get people pre-approved. What's kind of the process? Like, and you know, do you set up like a video call or, you know, how, how do you, how do you work that out? Good question. So what we'll do is we'll either do um, we'll either do an online application with them where where an app, where a buyer can fill out a go to the website you know at their leisure, whether it be you know night or weekend or whatnot, and fill out an application. Yeah. Or we'll do we have a questionnaire they can fill out, or we'll do a phone call with them to get the information, and then we do either a Zoom call or a, or a follow up call uh, to kind of go through their qualifying. Okay. All the documents that we need. Um, they can do online, they can just drag and drop and right. that sort of stuff. So, you know, the notion that, you know, that, that it's a big, 
um, you know, that they need a printer and that they need to, you know, a bunch of stuff to be able to do this, you know, not true. Well, mo most things that you probably need, they already have electronically, right? Like statements and stuff like that. What are, right. what are like typically, you know, like the average person out there, what, what kind of documents would they need to round up and have ready for you to say, hey, well, they wouldn't hand it to you. They'd, they'd click upload, <laughs> you know, here's all the documents. You're like, what, what, what's a, what's a, like, what, what's the list there? You know, that, that they Great question. Yeah. So I would say um, when you think, when our buyer, you want to think like income and asset related. So like anything like pay stubs, most recent pay stubs are things that we always ask for. And we continue to kind of ask for as we go through the finance process. Um, depending on the situation that we might need their tax returns for the last year, they're self-employed sometimes two years. Um, and then as far as bank statements, we, we ask for the most recent, uh, two months worth of bank statements, okay. basically wherever, wherever they're going to take the money from we document. So that's kind of what we'd ask for. Right. Cause they got to prove like where the down payments coming from and all that right. kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Okay. Right. And again, most people have that. And if they have paper copies, they will need to scan it or whatever to get it to yeah. you. You know, we actually have a we have a third party site too that we'll use. That if they don't have access to the documents, or you know, if you have like a small credit union, sometimes it's hard to get stuff online. Okay. They, can, they can just plug in some information, and we can do it um, through a third party without them having to do anything. Actually. Oh, interesting. So they'll just they'll go get the documents for you yep. on like their behalf or whatever. Oh, that's yep. geez, that's great. Awesome. Okay. Um, all right. So you get them pre-approved, you know, and then of course, you know, we're, we're going to move on in a minute here to step number two, which is finding and securing the house. But let's just talk briefly about like, we get under contract. Um, what's like, what's that process look like? I mean, I know you can order the appraisal and all that kind of stuff. Um, but, uh, what, what do they need, need to be prepared for through that, that, that end of it? Well, kind of the same stuff. I mean, it, you know, as, as time goes on and they start receiving more paychecks and more bank statements, that's that sort of stuff. And just let the lender know if their situation changes at all. If they've, you know, if they've experienced any, any decrease in income or if the job situation has changed whatsoever, they want to let the lender know so they can, you know, try to work with them on, on solutions. So, okay. um, but in general, just like continue that paper trail of what they started with. Right. So the basic gist of getting pre-approved and moved through the financing process, just have your paperwork ready at all times. <laughs> yeah, really it is. I, I tell clients like start a, start a, like a house folder mm -hmm. and just, you know, just put stuff in it as you get it. And then when we request it, you can just go and pull it out of it. You know, it Great. could be electronic for that matter. Awesome. Yeah. Great. I mean, this is, this is probably the easiest section, even though it's number one, it's probably the easiest part. Just contact you, Casey Hamlin, and then have all your paperwork ready and it's good. <laughs> I agree. Nice. Awesome. Well, hey, thanks a lot, buddy. I really appreciate your time today. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. And we're going to, we're going to move on to step number two, finding and securing your home. So let's do this. All right. Step number two is finding and securing your home. And, you know, in normal circumstances, this is probably the most fun uh, part of your home search and the whole process because you get to go look at houses, check out neighborhoods. You know, it's a lot of fun. Uh, but with what's happening now with coronavirus and so coronavirus and social distancing, we really got to be careful. And there's a lot of precautions uh, that we are taking. So the biggest thing that we're doing is making sure that you review all information uh, 
um, and make sure it's a place that you may have interest in before we even think about going out to uh, to see the house. So like for searching for a home, there's a lot of online, you know, search engines for houses, you know, Realtor.com, Zillow.com, Remax.com just updated their technology and bought a whole new back end system that is really fantastic. Um, so there's a lot of ways to review houses um, online. If you have interest in a house, you send me uh, your broker an email or give me a call, whatever. Just say, hey, this is the house I'm looking at. What I'm going to do is I'm going to send you all the documentation. You know, on the back end of the MLS system, I can get the disclosures. Um, if, there's there, if there's any other documents, I can have conversations with the listing broker. See what's up with the house. If there's anything that might that might flag it saying, no, that's not the one for you. Um, or we get all the information to say that, hey, you know, we really like this. So that's one thing, you know, when you do like it, I'm going to send you all the documentation and make sure you review it all. And then uh, let's see, do drive-bys. You know, I mean, you can still get in your car here if you have an interest in a property. Drive by, check out the neighborhood, make sure that it's an area you want to be in and really just kind of make sure that it's that it's the property that you want. So. Once we reviewed everything, you're driven by it, you say, hey, I really like this property. It seems like the place I want to live. Then we decide if you want to show it or not. There's a couple ways to look at properties right now. Um, if you want, we could do a virtual showing. I can just be, I can be the one that goes to the property. We can do, uh, you know, video conferencing from our phones, FaceTime, something like that, where I'm showing you around the property virtually. And me as your broker, of course, I'm looking out for your best interest so I can look at, you know, all different scenarios and really hone in on exactly what you want to see and make sure that the house um, is exactly what you want. If you're comfortable going to the house, we can also line that up. I would meet you there. We would stay six feet apart. Um, I always bring masks and hand sanitizer and gloves. If you don't have those things, simply let me know. I can bring some for you. Um, but that's how we're going to do this. You know, maybe, and maybe it's one of those things where when we're there, you go in the house, you go look around, come out, and then I go in and look around and come out and we can like walk and wash as we need, you know, coming out and, uh, and make sure we don't touch a lot of things, all that kind of stuff. So, that's that's your options as far as um you know, looking at properties. You can either do it virtually or we can go there. Either way, uh, we're gonna make sure that everybody is safe. So that all happens and you say, I love this property, I wanna buy it. The rest of the process is pretty simple. We can we can talk uh, over the phone. We can do Zoom meetings, you know, video conferencing to talk more about exactly what we want to do. As far as signing documents and contracts and stuff, we have digital signing technology. We've had it for a long time. That so you, we don't have to meet up for you to sign on the dotted line. And this is all done through email. An email gets sent. You click on a few buttons. Documents are signed. We can do all negotiations to get you under contract and secure that property without having to meet. All right. And then, uh, uh, and then from there we go through the rest of the process. So saying that let's move on to step three. All right, guys, I am here with Brendan Lucier with pillar to post. We're going to talk about step number three in our, how to buy a home from your home. Uh, Brendan Lucier is building inspector and uh, he's got some awesome technology. So let's, uh, let's jump right in. So Brendan, before you show off this uh, fancy new technology that you have, um, tell me, how, how are we doing inspections nowadays? From what I understand, like, it's just you guys, the inspector at the house, right? You're not, you don't allow sellers, buyers or anything there, right? 
Right, right. You know, we're, we're following the, the, the guidelines from the Maine Association of Realtors. Um, you know, unfortunately, we're doing inspections solo. That's what uh, we're, we're brought down to us. Um, right. But we have some good new technology that I think will help out um, with a lot of that. Yeah. Now, um, are you... That, that we're happy to... to Uh, you broke up a little bit there for lost, a second. What was that? I lost you for a second. Yeah, I think we're back now. Yep. <laughs> Good old Zoom meetings. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, now, do you uh, like? Do you have to prep like the you know the seller on you know what to do um, like you know uh, to have them clean before and after or anything like that or how, how does that work? We do. We we leave a you know we we get in touch with the listing agent and the buyer's agent. Um, we let them know our procedure. Um, you know we wear gloves. We wear masks. Um, we are very thorough and and clean everything that we um, are you know in contact with. Um, mm -hmm. So so yeah, it's a uh, it's quite a process. We we also leave a letter to the uh, homeowner basically um, outlining you know what our procedure is. So. Um, so they're, they're a little less, you know, concerned, um, overall. I mean, obviously with, with someone entering someone's home this time of, uh, you know, with what's going on, um, people are concerned. So we right. try to do everything we can to, to, to make it, to ease their mind really. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Um, and then obviously you're, you know, you're working for the buyer, you know, at this point, you know, in most cases, I know you do like pre-listing, you know, inspections, but for the most case, or for the purpose of this conversation, you're, you're, you're working with the buyer. Um, it's gotta be strange, right. like not having, not having them there, you know, to be able to follow it you is. around. I mean, you know, in, in my eyes, it's like, that was always kind of the best part for the buyer to be there with you. So right. Um, and I know you've always done great reports, like nice written reports, and we, you go through them and all that stuff. But um, let's talk about the technology that you have nowadays, uh, or what do you use um, to, you know, to show the house off and go through the report with people? Right, right. So um, we use a, a new virtual tour um, inspection software. Um, it's called PTP 360. Um, and what that what that does is it pretty much takes a virtual tour and integrates our inspection report into uh, the, the tour. Um, so not only, you know, without clients um, not being present, um, they can view this tour endless amount of times. So they can navigate through, they can see our report um, and, and all that good stuff. So it's, it's definitely helped uh, um, on that aspect of everything. Um, obviously nothing is as good as a client being present at the house, being able to explain everything. Um, but we've got a lot of good positive feedback with this. Um, you know, we've had multiple clients say, you know, I know we couldn't be there. However, I feel like this is the second best, um, you know, to, to be able to have this type of technology and, and um, you know, be able to, to show it to, to the client um, and, and buyer and whatnot, so. Right. So, uh why don't we, why don't we take a couple minutes and take a look at it? I mean, I, I love this technology. I think it's awesome. And, uh, you know, I've, you know, I've had some clients use it already and, uh, it's really great. So yeah, here it is. It's right. Uh, want you to kind of give us, you know, take a minute so, or two and kind of show us what it's all about. Yeah. So here you go. Um, this is the front of the house and it, this is all, you can move it around, you can zoom in and out. Um, and these hotspots will bring you in certain areas of the house. Um, and really the coolest thing about this technology 
um, would be if we had an issue in any particular room, um, let's go into, for example, let's go into the kitchen here. Let's go into the kitchen. And if you, if you, if you look in this corner, it pulls up any issues that were in the kitchen. So if you go to click on this, basically what it states is that there's a garbage disposal with a septic system. So it pulls our inspection report into this tour. Oh, that's um, yeah. for, for each room that you go into, and you'll see a check mark saying you've already visited that, um, that area. Um, and you're able to just navigate through, um, through the house. Uh, it gives you a good floor plan. Um, it actually will give you measurements as well, um, very accurate measurements um, of, of all the rooms. Um, and we get a lot of questions. People ask, you know, well, geez, this seems like a lot, especially, you know, we're, we're there doing the inspection, we're, do, we're there, you know, looking at a lot of things. It really only takes an extra 10, 15 minutes at the end of the inspection for us to produce this. Isn't that amazing? Um, yeah. So the technology is absolutely amazing, um, you know, uh, to, be able to, to be able to produce something like this and be able to show the client, um, you know, and, and, uh, uh, and whatnot. I, I think it it really helps out a lot, um, you know. So um, so that's really the the, the software in, in a nutshell. There, there are a couple more features that are going to be coming out soon with the dollhouse view, um, kind of similar to um, what the Matterport is. Um, but uh, that's going to be coming out within the next couple of weeks. Um, is is so. Right. Well, you know, geez, another great benefit to the floor plan that they get is, you know, measurements for furniture and all that kind of stuff. Because, right. You know, that's that's another piece of the puzzle that, you know, everybody always wants to run in with their tape measure and, you know, figure out if their couch is going to be there, especially like this giant couch that I'm seeing in the on the window there. <laughs> right. Right. And the, and the cool thing, too, is um, is if you go to. you can actually get more detailed measurements as well. So you can get wall measurements that actually you can get measurements for, I wouldn't set in stone, but you can get window measurements um, and, and stuff like that. So they can be pretty detailed in, 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 some, in some matter. So um, oh, there's good. a couple different options for the clients, so. Right, yeah, so yeah, so exactly. Even, you know, they don't, if, uh, if they're a high risk person and don't ever want to go to the house, you know, after they get on a contract or whatnot, they can get a good view of it with this. That's great. Right. Awesome. Um, well, cool, man. So I guess the, uh, the last piece, um, you can unshare if you want. Um, the last piece of this is, uh, you know, once you're done with that and you have it, uh, what's the best way to go through the report with them? I mean, is it over the phone? Right. Are you able to do this type of conversation? How, how do you do that? So we always encourage um, clients to um, to set up a webinar. Um, we send out an initial email, um, and this is a time where we can get the real estate agent, we can get the buyer. Um, they can even have family members come on uh, if, if need be. And we can pull up and I can share my screen. I can pull up the inspection report, and what we do is we go through the whole report with them. We'll, we can go back to the 360 if they have a question about a specific area. We can go into the 360, we can zoom in on it, we can show them, we can, um, it's, it's quite a bit that we can do. Um, and, uh, and, and really, you know, thoroughly go through the report almost as if they were there. 
Um, so what we've been doing is blocking off our, our, our later appointments, um, you know, uh, our, our three or four o'clock appointments and, uh, and setting aside that, that amount of time for all of our inspectors to go through, um, through that with clients. Right. It's worked out very well um, for the most part. Um, so, yeah, I know, I know, uh, you know, you did one for me with a client and uh, they loved it. You know, they lived down in Massachusetts and they were like, man, that was, that was awesome. It was like being there and they, and they right. didn't have to, you know, hop in their car and travel and all that stuff. So, um, okay. Brandon, I, I really appreciate it, man. Um, you know, stay, stay, you. There, stay healthy, you know, what do we do? Virtual, virtual handshake, right? Virtual handshake. There we go. <laughs> all right. Thanks, Doug. You take yeah. it easy. Thanks, all right. See you. All right, guys. All right, guys, we're going to move on to step number four. All right, everybody, I'm here with uh, Eric Schaefer. He's with Schaefer Douglas Title Company, and uh, we're going to talk about step number four of our process. Uh, you're the last step, Eric. I apologize about that. But... Right, no, we're at the end of the train. So <laughs> that's, that's, You're used to that, right? <laughs> um, so what we're going to talk about is, um, you know, title and closing and uh, kind of talk about maybe just a couple things regarding that. But I'd love to hear from you. Um, I don't think we have to get into too much detail as far as like how a closing normally goes because there's other videos people can watch regarding that. But right now with coronavirus, what's uh, what kind of pre uh, precautions are you taking just for like the normal closing right now? How does how does it look? So right now we've limited the closings to only the parties necessary to sign. So that's the buyers um, and then the sellers. And we're asking the sellers to come a bit late. Uh, we're placing them in separate rooms. Um, we are sanitizing with Lysol before and after every closing, spraying the door handles. Everybody gets a fresh pen on the way in the door. It's theirs to keep, and if they don't keep it, it goes in the trash. Um, and you know, they're at the one end of a 10-foot table. Uh, we're at the end of the other. That way we control the environment. We know everything's clean. We're obsessively cleaning everything. And then we treat it like a uh, air hockey table almost. We're sliding the papers all the way down the other end of the table um, yeah. and just uh, having folks execute and, and fling it back. So you're, um, having, you're having a little bit of fun with the air hockey then, right? We are. And yeah, and I've gotten pretty good at it over the last month. Um, and we're sending the entire package to the buyers and sellers each ahead of time and asking them to review it. So that way we can minimize the time at the closing. My fastest refi so far has been seven minutes. Um, I've done a buy side as fast as 12 minutes. Wow. Um, and so that's indoor and out, uh, minimum contact. Also asking folks to take a picture of their driver's license ahead of time and send that to us via email. Um, right. That way we don't even have to grab their driver's license. We can just verify when they show up that it's them. Right. Um, brokers, so, small so officers are welcome to wait outside in the car to say hi as people go by, uh, right. but limiting it to the necessary parties. Yeah, yeah, makes sense. Okay. So the, the good things that I took out of that was, I mean, they're, they're getting documents ahead of time. So really they're just coming in to like do the necessary signing um, and that's Correct. it. And uh, yeah, uh, cleaning everything on your way in and way out. That's awesome. Yeah, good. Um, and, um, and they've already got their copies. We don't have to make copies for them other than running the settlement statement and the deed or the notice of rescission on a refi, running that through the copier, but we can even just email that to them after the fact if they don't want to wait for a copy. So yeah, gotcha. So one thing that just popped in my head, though, like, you know, buyer, like, do they need to do anything afterwards? Like, uh, you know, um, kind of normal stuff, like, you know, the seller doesn't have to go and pay off their mortgage or anything like that. You guys take care of all that stuff behind the scenes, right? That's correct. Everything's wrapped up in that settlement statement. So any loan payoffs, 
um, any bills that were required to be paid as part of the transaction, taxes, all that stuff, water, sewer, um, gets handled out of the closing table. So it's, uh, they just, the sellers, um, you know, can just tell us to wire their funds afterwards if they give us wiring instructions that we can confirm. So they're not even waiting for a check from us. Um, the buyer can simply wire the funds in. They don't have to bother even going to the bank uh, to grab a cashier's check. They can just initiate a wire to us. So. You do that. Right. Yeah, sure. Um, so to kind of, you know, stick with my theme of buying a home, you know, from your home, um, there's a couple things that we'll touch on. First off, you know, we heard recently in the news um, that digital notaries are now at least allowed, but, but not necessarily with all banks. So what, what can you tell me about that? So that was an executive order that came out uh, just over a week ago, actually a week ago yesterday, I guess. Um, and it was really drafted more for the estate planning bar to help with the execution of wills and trusts uh, so that older folks uh, could still do estate planning without having to meet. I mean, it can work for the real estate side. It's a bit cumbersome. And I actually, frankly, just did my first finance transaction with it yesterday afternoon. Um, it, it went well. It's a bit cumbersome. Um, the parties have to, um, be, we have to be on a recorded conference. They have to actually show every single page to the camera to show that it's there. Initial each page. Um, they've got to scan everything back to us immediately after the closing so that when they send the originals back to us, we can compare the two. Uh, but the big thing is that the bank has to approve it. And there are some enforceability questions, legal issues surrounding what might happen in bankruptcy court. Um, Governor Mills has some power in the state of Maine, not so much over the federal court system. Um, right. So there are some legitimate concerns on the parts of the lenders that they may have legal issues down the road. Um, so, so far, most all of the lenders have said no to this. The one that allowed this, it was a portfolio loan and it was a measure of last resort. And they had to jump through a bunch of hoops to get to that point. But in, okay, in the case of a, ca in a cash deal, um, a seller signing a deed, um, this is perfectly tailored for that. So we can certainly do it on a cash sale. Um, oh, buyers don't have to sign anything that's notarized except for one document that frankly is more of a seller form and our underwriters are okay if they just sign it with no notary. So on a cash deal, buyer does not need to come. And frankly, the seller under this new um, audiovisual notary piece, we can arrange that too at that point. So, oh, good. Okay. So it just gets complicated if it's financing. So you know, we'll have to yeah, correct. Keep an eye on that. So the only other option I can think of, if somebody really is, you know, like a high risk person or is already ill but still needs to get this thing done, um, is like get a power of attorney. You know, if they have a relative or something like that that is not a high risk and is willing to maybe go to your office. Um, talk me through how, how something like that gets set up. Like, how, do you, you guys do the power of attorney for them? How does that work? Correct. We can draft the power of attorney. You know, they would still need to sign it in the presence of a notary um, to make that power of attorney effective. Um, if it's for a finance transaction where the bank isn't going to permit the audiovisual notarization, it's probably not going to fly to do it that way. But the good thing is it's a single signature. Um, so whether, you know, we just meet them outside, put a table out there for them to sign the form where we can see them from the door um, and then they walk away um, or they just come into our office. We did do this with somebody who was concerned and left it on the table in the conference room. Um, they just came through the door. We could see them from 15 feet away, sign it. Um, they left a copy of their driver's license. Um, 
and they were good to go. So it's a five second transaction at that point. Right. So it's just one quid. They could get all masked up and gloves and the whole income in and all that stuff. Okay. Correct. Um, and um, and at this point, it seems, I, I think we probably have Lysol fumes just hanging through the air throughout the entire office. <laughs> right, right. Just point, the so. dust settling down. Right. Uh, you know, I do know, I know somebody who will go to, who, well, used to go to houses to notarize. I'm not sure. I'm not sure if they're still doing that right now or not, but I know yeah. that that's, uh, you know, maybe an option. So. Um, Correct. Now, and I, I will also say, because I had this happen recently, was, um, you know, like if somebody happens to be in the hospital or like a, you know, a medical facility, a lot of those facilities have notari notaries on staff. Correct. You, yeah. So, yeah. so if somebody is legitimately ill and in the hospital, they could still get that notarized there and get it over to you, right, without having to come in? That's, that's correct. You know, they are welcome to use their own notary if they can arrange it. All right. Great. All right. Well, hey, that's all I got Great. for you. Yeah, right. and uh, the one other thing, you know, if you've got out-of-state buyers or sellers, mm -hmm. um, you know, they, you know, may not want to come. And frankly, depending on where they're coming from, we may not want them to come. Um, we did have somebody coming from the New York City area and said, you know, thank you, but let's figure out some alternatives. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but we can reach out to our underwriters and find a local agent, a title company or a law firm. And arrange oh, yeah. for them to meet somebody out of state. We've done that multiple times in the last couple of weeks. So right, yeah, do do a mail away. Yeah, we've done that before. Correct. Okay, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. So so then they don't have to drive or fly in here. Oh, you know, nobody's really exactly. flying, but get in here. Yeah, okay. Um, well, great, man. Hey, I appreciate great. all well, the info. Great to see you. Yeah, yeah good well, to see you, buddy. Looking forward to actually seeing folks uh, beer in hand, not through a video screen before too long. So exactly, be able to shake hands and all that stuff. Exactly. <laughs> or at least we may be stuck with fist bumps for a while, but uh, we'll get back to the handshake eventually. So. All right, man. All right. Hey, thanks a lot, buddy. Great to see you, Doug. Thanks. So, hey, guys, hopefully this was helpful talking about how to buy a home from your home with the four steps. Step number one is get pre-approved. Step number two is find and secure that house. Step number three is building inspections. And then step four is closing. If you have any comments or questions, you know what to do. Comment below, send me an email. You don't want to get in touch with me. And remember, if you're going to make man your home, you don't have to do it alone. Hey, everyone. Thank you for watching or listening to the Make Man Your Home podcast. If you enjoyed it, please be sure to subscribe to it. Hit the little bell so you get notified when new episodes come on. And share it via Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, or wherever you hang out. And be sure to check out my website at makemanyourhome.com and of course my YouTube channel at youtube.com slash makemanyourhome. And as always, remember, if you're going to make man your home, you don't have to do it alone.